First Chronicles 29. David the king said to all the assembly, Solomon my son, whom alone God has chosen, is young and tender, and the work is great, for the palace is not for man, but for Yahweh God. Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God, the gold and the things of gold, the silver for the things of silver, the bronze for the things of bronze, iron for the things of iron, and wood for the things of wood, also onyx stones, stones to be set, stones for inlaid work of various colours, all kinds of precious stones, and marble stones in abundance. In addition, because I have set my affection on the house of my God, since I have a treasure of my own of gold and silver, I give it to the house of my God, over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. Even 3,000 talents of gold, the gold of Ophir, and 7,000 talents of refined silver, with which to overlay the walls of the houses, of gold for the things of gold, and of silver for the things of silver, and for all kinds of work to be made by the hands of artisans, who then offers willingly to consecrate himself today to Yahweh. Then the princes of the father's households, and the princes of the tribes of Israel, and the captains of the thousands and of hundreds, with the rulers over the king's work, offered willingly. And they gave for the service of God's house of gold 5,000 talents and 10,000 darics of silver, 10,000 talents of bronze, 18,000 talents, and of iron ore, 100,000 talents. People with whom precious stones were found gave them to the treasure of Yahweh's house, under the hand of Jehiel the Gershonite. Then the people rejoiced, because they offered willingly, because with a perfect heart they offered willingly to Yahweh. And David the king also rejoiced with great joy. Therefore David blessed Yahweh before all the assembly. And David said, You are blessed, Yahweh, the God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Yours, Yahweh, is the greatness and the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, Yahweh, and you are exalted as head above all. Riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. In your hand is power and might. It is in your hand to make great and to give strength to all. Now therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I and what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you, and we have given you your own. For we are strangers before you and foreigners as all our fathers were. Our days on the earth are a shadow and there is none remaining. Yahweh our God, all this store that we have prepared to build you a house for your holy name comes from your hand and is your own. I know also, my God, that you try the heart and have pleasure in uprightness. Of my heart I have willingly offered all these things. Now I have seen with joy your people who are present here offer willingly to you. Yahweh, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Israel, our fathers, keep this desire forever in the thoughts of the heart of your people and prepare their heart for you. And give to Solomon, my son, a perfect heart to keep your commandments, your testimonies, and your statutes, and to do all these things and to build the palace for which I have made provision. Then David said to the assembly, Now bless Yahweh your God. And all the assembly blessed Yahweh, the God of their fathers, and bowed down their heads and prostrated themselves before Yahweh the king. And 
They sacrificed sacrifices to Yahweh and offered burnt offerings to Yahweh on the next day, after that day, even a thousand bulls, a thousand rams, a thousand lambs with their drink offerings and sacrifices in abundance for all Israel. And they ate and drank before Yahweh on that day with great gladness. They made Solomon the son of David king the second time and anointed him before Yahweh to be prince and Zadok to be priest. Then Solomon sat on the throne of Yahweh as king instead of David his father and prospered and all Israel obeyed him. All the princes, the mighty men and also the sons of King David submitted themselves to Solomon the king. Yahweh magnified Solomon exceedingly in the sight of all Israel and gave to him such royal majesty as had not been on any king before him in Israel. Now David the son of Jesse reigned over all Israel. The time that he reigned over Israel was 40 years. He reigned seven years in Hebron, and he reigned 33 years in Jerusalem. He died at a good old age, full of days, riches, and honor. And Solomon his son reigned in his place. And now the acts of David the king, first and last, behold, they are written in the history of Samuel the seer, and in the history of Nathan the prophet, and in the history of Gad the seer, with all his reign and his might and the times that went over him and over Israel and over all the kingdoms of the countries. So we've just finished the book of First Chronicles. And I'll talk about that in a second. But we've also finished the great final speech of David. So in the last chapter, David had gathered all Israel together and began a speech to them in front of all Israel but to his son Solomon, basically giving him a commission that he was now going to be the king. In this chapter it said they made him king the second time because way back in um, Second Kings, yeah, we've got the story of how Solomon was made king in a rush because one of his brothers was trying to take over the throne, Adonijah. And so he was made king in a rush, but now we've got this moment where he's made king the second time. <laughs> And David gathers all Israel, there's this great speech, and David commissions him with the task of building this temple. And in front of all Israel, they know Solomon's got that job. And then David says in verse 6, verse 5, he says to all the people as part of his speech, which of you willingly offers yourself today to Yahweh? So he asks them this question, would you be willing to offer yourself to Yahweh? And they are willing. And they give more gifts. So the people actually bring more silver, more gold, more precious stones for the contribution of the temple. So the amount of stuff that is laid up for this temple is unbelievable. Huge wealth. And then David starts a prayer. There's a prayer hidden in there. You may have picked it up. And he says, yours, O Lord, is the kingdom and the honor and the glory. That prayer, we actually pray in church sometimes. It's in the middle of some of our benedictions and doxologies. You may, you may cast your mind back and hear Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom. Well, here we go. It comes right out of the prayer of David in 1 Chronicles 29. And then he says to the Lord, Who are we that we can willingly offer you these things? Because you've given them to us first. So we now start to see a bit of David's theology, like the way he thinks about God. He realizes, Lord, I can't even really give you anything because it's only come from you in the first place. And it's true. All we can really give to the Lord is our willingness now we prove we're willing by actually what we do, but in the end, the Lord doesn't need a thing. But there's something wonderful about when God's people chip together and do something for the Lord. These things are terrific. So um, we get to the end of this chapter 
David officially hands over to Solomon. Solomon becomes the king, and it says that the, the records of David's history are written in the, the records of Samuel the seer, the records of Nathan the prophet, and the records of Gad the seer. Those three are the authors of First and Second Samuel. And so we've already been through them. Those are the authors of that book, or those two books. So that's what's being referenced here. And then it says at the end um, that, that Solomon was now the king. Now, so we've come to the end of First Chronicles. Way back in the time of, you know, when this was written by the Chronicle, this was one book. First and Second Chronicles are one book. But what we've got here is a breaking, uh, we've got a, a division here where it was turned into two scrolls. You know, if you had a really big book, you'd end up with a, big, a really fat scroll. So <laughs> if you wanted to find a spot in the middle, you'd have to roll this thing out and out and out, and it became a bit cumbersome. So they actually broke the book of Samuel into two scrolls, the book of Kings into two scrolls, and the book of Chronicles into two scrolls. And so we've got a kind of a natural division here in the middle. Second Chronicles has got more chapters, it's got 36. First Chronicles only has 29, so it's not right in the middle, but it's a natural dividing place at the end of King David's reign. We're about to start with Solomon now. So it's a good spot to stop, but it's worth knowing that Chronicles is really just one big book. And we're gonna to continue tomorrow with Second Chronicles chapter one. But it's also a good spot to just pause and, and remind ourselves of our enduring question as we go through the Bible. Which book of the Bible is your favorite? Chronicles is one of those books which is a little dull but as you dig into it a little bit, you find there's life in it. And just like Leviticus was, Chronicles is a little bit like that too. So it's something to be grateful for. So Lord, I wanna thank you for, for the book of Chronicles, first Chronicles that we've just completed. I wanna thank you, Lord, that there's life in these apparently mundane passages. But Lord, when we dig into you, we find truth and life and power and grace. So with that thought in mind, Lord, bless everyone with truth and life and power and grace. In Jesus' name. Amen.